0: You're listening to Financial Sense, Arizona's financial podcast that answers your real questions about money in your business and in your life, recorded and brought to you at National Bank of Arizona, the only bank you need. Hello, I'm your host, Brent Cannon, Executive Vice President and Director of the Community Bank here at National Bank of Arizona. On this episode of Financial Sense, we have Greg Geis. He is our Senior Vice President and Retail Mortgage Production Manager here at MBAZ. Welcome, Greg. Hey, thank you, Brent. Great to have you here today. Thanks for having me. On this podcast, we like to give people insights that they could only get from a friend in the business. Today, we're going to give you some tools to answer probably one of the most important questions in your life. How much home can I afford? And Greg's here because he has a lot of great insights to answer that question. Thank you. So let's just start at the top. uh, Kind of do an outline for everyone and talk about an outline of, of of the home buying process and where do you begin? Well, I think it's
1: uh, important to start with just the year we had last year. Uh, a lot of people don't realize just how busy it was here in Maricopa County and the number of resales. We set a whole new record in 2019, 27.1 billion in resale activity.
0: So I guess that makes it even more, really more of a... Uh, a hot topic, if you will. You know, when there's so much competition for the housing, meaning the demand is really pressuring the supply, where does where do homeowners begin? I mean, right. d- where do they start? So it's a process, obviously, how many people
1: went through that process. So our job on our end is to make the process seamless. Technology, right? You want to leverage technology as much as you can because here in the Valley, your realtor is going to want you to have the Arizona pre form already in hand. So what that means is your customer basically applies online with the property to be determined. It allows us then to basically have their credit run, their income qualification, look at the different programs that they're interested in and pre-qualify them for a program. Then they have that pre-qual in hand with their realtor when they go out to look for a house. So
0: what I heard you say, I think, and I want to just make sure that I understand this: do do prospective home buyers need a pre-qualification letter from their bank or lender to make an offer? They don't necessarily
1: have to have it because there's cash buyers out there, right? Right. So, but those that are going through a lender, it just arms them with a more serious offer sure so when your realtor knows that you've already met with your lender you've had your credit run financials and everything started the process it shows that you're a serious buyer because most close of escrows are 30 days right so to get all that process started from the get-go when you just made that offer right you're a little bit further down the process
0: and i suppose in a competitive environment like we are based on the statistics you shared in terms of how hot maricopa county is how many buyers there are the buyer that has a prequal letter will be in a in a superior position to a an offer that doesn't have a prequal so greg one of the i think the first questions that most home home buyers prospective home buyers are asking how much home can i afford How would you kind of direct folks to to begin that process? So basically, we
1: drive our customers to our online application, which is called Zip Mortgage. It's more of an interview-type system. So it basically takes you through a series of questions, very laid back. What's embedded within that application system, too, Brent, is the verifications they can order at the time of application. So they can reach out to their bank statements to pull that so they don't have to go online. Automatically automatically, if they check those systems, they'll automatically go out to get their tax returns, their bank statements, their verification of employment. That is
0: great news because that has to be one of the hardest things to do, to go out and collect the supporting documentation alone. Just to get the application submitted is, you know, I think everybody would agree, brain damage. Absolutely. So within that, you'll not only get to see the range of products
1: in rates, but it allows them to use a home qualifying tool where they can put in different scenarios, sales price and loan amount, along with their income. It'll show them how much can they afford. But the big thing is that we really pride ourselves on is being really a relationship lender. Once they hit that application, it's assigned to a loan
0: officer that will follow up with a call to them. Yeah, that makes sense. No matter how great the digital technology is, there's, there's no replacing talking to a human being, is there? There isn't. To ask those questions. And I think that's, you and I talk about this a lot. That's really a, a level of service that National Bank of Arizona focuses on. We want our uh, clients are looking for a home loan. We want our loan officers in that process just as soon as possible. Absolutely. But at
1: the same time, we want to leverage technology because right. everybody's got the horror story, right? Sure. Of how many years of tax returns they had to display, right. how many banks they they had to supply pay stubs so to your point yes it's very important to talk to a human being on it but to have some of that homework already done within the system is what we try to you know make the process a lot more efficient if you absolutely
0: that's great leverage technology uh, plus the human element Absolutely. probably probably equals the best experience, uh, customer experience that uh, that you can find out there. That's our goal. Talking about how competitive it is for home buyers in the in the Arizona market, and especially the Phoenix metro area. I mean, there are you know Maricopa County is the fastest growing county in the nation. When when you kind of put your head around that, fastest growing county in the nation. For home buyers, that means it's 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 a hotly competitive market, and frankly, hard to find the home and get the home that you want. So, what tips would you offer a prospective home buyer uh, when they're beginning this process of how do they get their home of their dreams?
1: I would uh, suggest just getting the process started early. Okay. Even though you don't have a property identified. Right. Submit that application. Let's get going on the financials, the credit approval first. So then when that property is identified, then we're a lot further down the process already. And for a seller, they're
0: looking to get paid. So the faster, the further along a home buyer or an offer maker is uh, when they make their offer, they're going to be more inclined to take that offer. Absolutely. Greg, if the first question a home buyer, prospective home buyer has is, how much home can I afford? The second question has to be, what are the current interest rates?
1: Absolutely, so embedded within our online application system, once they complete the application, They'll not only be able to see different rates for programs, right. but they'll be able to use online tools to put in different sales price and loan amounts, which will then produce their housing payment. So they can get an idea of how much they want to qualify for and what's comfortable within
0: their budget. And I guess the the, the other information you would provide to any any prospective home buyer is that look, uh, there are programs and they're and they're really dependent on the particular transaction or, or loan. And, and you have to get to that process with your loan officer to really get the final quote. Absolutely. There's not
1: really a one size fits all. With, our, with National Bank of Arizona, we offer a variety of programs. Right. So we want to find the best custom program that fits that customer themselves. Right. And that'll ultimately direct or or decide what the interest rate is for that particular Absolutely. Flying. Depending on, they may want different scenarios. Putting ten percent down, twenty percent down, right. which could not only affect a program, obviously it could affect the rate too right. for what they're wanting to or looking to qualify for.
0: So, one of the questions that you know we we love to throw around technical jargon in the banking industry, and and one of them is loan to income ratio, which people probably can understand that it's, uh, it's you know, something to do with the loan and something to do with income. But can you talk a little bit about that ratio?
1: Absolutely. The DTI, right? The right, debt to income right. ratio. So basically, we look at their gross income. Their debt pad will already come through on their credit report that they run. So we then use the proposed payment on the new house that they're looking to buy, along with their all, all, all their other monthly debt, to come up with the total DTI, which is the debt to income ratio. And generally speaking, what does that ratio need to be? 43% is the magic
0: number out there, but we also have programs that go up to 50%. Okay. So when a consumer is thinking about their total debt... You know, when you think about revolving lines of credit such as credit cards, I mean, if they're trying to kind of figure out what, you know, should they, shouldn't they, um, is there any rule of thumb? Do you take the principal amount? Do you take the interest? Great question. So I think that's
1: another differentiator, right? To get that loan officer on the phone right away. So when they're going through the current debts that's listed on their uh, credit report, There may be scenarios that they have where they're looking to pay off a credit card or maybe in process of doing that right now. So the loan officer can then do different calculations from what's showing versus maybe what they're proposed going to look at paying off a car loan, paying off a credit card. That's another differentiator at National Bank of Arizona because we have local processing, underwriting, and
0: closing. So you can get those quick answers when that situation arises. I got you. So- Talking about the denominator and the debt-to-income ratio, the income, is it gross or net? Gross. All right. Yes. And uh, so that makes sense. So that kind of helps them figure out how to think about it as they begin this process. Absolutely. It also helps them,
1: Brent, too, if they're comparing different programs. Right. Such as a thirty-year fixed versus a fifteen-year
0: fixed, right? To give them those different payments. So you talk, so talking about different programs. I think that's another area where most people get really confused because there's all of these. There's FHA. There's you know people mm-hmm. just it, it makes it makes it makes people's heads spin. And I know one of the the topics that we hear a lot about, and you see it in a lot of different rate sheets, is jumbo loans versus conventional loans. All right. What does that mean? That's a great question. So your conventional loans are the
1: loans through Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. Okay. So those loan limits, Brent, were just increased in December of 2019. That maximum loan limit is now five hundred ten thousand four hundred. Five ten four hundred. Yes. Got it. Okay. So quote unquote above that loan limit is your jumbos. the okay. Earlier question. Okay.
0: And and so are jumbo loans more expensive for the for the you know, buyer? that's a
1: myth out there. There used okay. to be, but now we have programs that are on a 30-year fix jumbo with the rates as low as they are. We have some programs that are almost identical to a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac conventional 30-year fix. How often do they change that conventional uh, loan limit? Yeah, that's a great question. So we get daily rate sheets every morning. So depending on what's going on in the market, we could get a market alert during the day that we had it, you know, an adjustment to the rates that day.
0: So Greg, talking about the jump jumbo loans, conventional loans. I want to talk about down payment. That's I think another. You know, if if yes. how much home can I afford, and what's the interest rate? Also related, maybe the third question, if you're prioritizing, is how much of a down payment am I going to have to make, and and therefore does you know do I have the savings to cover that? Talk about down payment and different types of loan products.
1: Absolutely. So within the uh, application, when they complete the application, the customer puts in the estimated sales price and loan amount. Okay. But to my earlier point, we want to get that application over to the loan officer so they can now start having that one-on-one conversation with the customer because they may... Uh, uncover other products that the customer may not have sure. to put 10% sure. down. Maybe they can only put the 5% down. So whether it's a conventional loan or a jumbo loan, we have different programs that require anywhere from as low as 3% down okay. into 20% down, so you're avoiding the mortgage insurance. Okay.
0: So um, I, I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but I do think it's important, the the, the concept of mortgage insurance. I, I don't know that everybody understands uh, mortgage insurance, and and so, but it is it, it it is related to the amount of down payment and ultimately the loan. But can you just kind of briefly talk about that? Absolutely. So when you put less than twenty percent down, there's an
1: added insurance uh, figure to your monthly payment, okay. which is your quote unquote mortgage insurance, okay. which was required on conventional loan. On our portfolio products, though, we do have 15% down programs available that don't require mortgage insurance. Okay. So to my earlier point, there may be programs that may fit better on a jumbo program, even though it's not a jumbo loan limit, Brent, if right. that makes sense, Sure. that they you know, only have to put 15% down, right. still avoid the mortgage insurance, but save that 5% that they would have to put 20% down on a conventional loan.
0: All of that information is and, and and really the complexity surrounding it is why I think you would say, and we would all agree that, hey, the sooner you can get with a banker, a mortgage loan officer, Better so the consultation and really the the entire landscape of 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 opportunities can we you can begin to have those conversations.
1: Absolutely, that's where the loan officer will look at the application and ask those questions to the client. You know, looking as far as what percentage are they looking to put down? Are they really married to a thirty-year fixed product? Are they open to look at different programs?
0: Greg, we focused mostly on uh, purchase activity, which is is of course important. But I know the other two driving forces in mortgage loans are refinances. And then a product I've heard you talk about a lot and I know we offer is our one-time
1: close. Right. That's a great question. So as you know, in 2019, with the low rates that existed in the right. marketplace, right. we saw a lot of refinance volume. Right. So basically we did a lot in the way of cash out refinances and rate term refinances. Good. But to your other question, I think where we really shine I don't know if we could say that, is our one-time close product, which is a combination construction and permanent loan that when a custom home builder has a client that they're building a home for, they can refer them to us. And we have a one-time close product that's basically serviced here locally too with our servicing department, but they're able to lock in today's rates, Brent, without a house that may not be finished for 12 months, maybe even 24 months, but the ability to lock in at today's rates with that
0: program is a huge benefit to the consumer. That is powerful. And and you talk about taking a major risk out of the equation for the the homeowner, that's incredible.
1: Well, the homeowner nine times out of 10 doesn't wanna do a double move, right? right? So they're building on that new house basically and they have their existing house that they're living in. So once the new house is completed, We don't have a separate loan closing and a new qualification it just automatically rolls over to that loan that they previously qualified for that's great
0: so greg i want to thank you again for joining us it's been great today Uh, we've covered some really big topics how much home can i afford i think uh, as we talked about earlier, that's just a question that is, you know, at the at the top of everyone's priority list. So I think we covered that. I think we talked about kind of the current interest rates and, and ultimately how you get to that point with your loan officer. I think that's been uh, extremely beneficial. And then talking about our new online um, our online mortgage application tool here at National Bank of Arizona that's powered by Zip Mortgage. I think it's I think those are that's an incredible tool that goes along with the relationship component of our loan officers, uh, the people. The people part so i think that's just been a terrific summary of, of what we offer on our mortgage team here at, at nasta make of arizona so thank you greg
1: well thank you brent i really appreciate the time and we hope to make that experience that mortgage mortgage experience more comfortable for the consumer with that human element touch i think
0: everybody listening would applaud that statement we've uh, <laughs> we've all been there right absolutely yeah So, um, you know, I want to thank everyone for joining uh, us on our podcast today, Financial Sense uh, Podcast. Um, Check us out on your favorite podcasting platform uh, or check us out on YouTube. Uh, If you have any financial questions, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining and look forward to our next episode.
2: Equal Housing Lender NMLS 467014. Loan subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions apply. See Banker for details. Payment information. The following sample payment is based on estimate information. Loan amount of $200,000, advertised variable rate of 3.6% fixed for the first five years. Initial five-year monthly payment is $909.52, followed by 25 years of monthly payments of $948.78. Payments do not include amounts for taxes and insurance, and your actual payment may be higher. Contact the branch for full details. All price references and market forecasts correspond to the date of this recording. This podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research, recommendations, representations, or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements of any information contained in its podcast and any liability from Zion's Bank Corporation or its divisions, including direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage, is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this this podcast may not be those of Zions Bank Corporation N.A. or any of its divisions. Zions Bank Corporation N.A. is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of advice, investment, or otherwise by Zions Bank Corporation N.A. to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of Zions Bank Corporation N.A. Copyright reserved by Science Bank Corporation N.A. National Bank of Arizona is a division of Science Bank Corporation N.A. Member FDIC.